feast here, everybody. Hopefully you are uh, figuring out whereas you could all maybe, what was that called? What did you get all on the screen? Snoops? No. <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Zoom is one of them. Okay, yes. Zoom. So that you can <laughs> Zoom everybody so you can all kind of have dinner together and such like that. Yeah, so it's fun. And hopefully you can do that. Is that a special app or what? Um, You can get it on your phone or computer. It's like Skype. Okay. Very similar. Oh, okay. Yeah. But how do you get all those people? Um, you just send them a link. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they can join the fun. Alrighty then. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. How many billions on dollars do you think that we spend on Easter candy? Billions. Bet- yeah, between the chocolate, the bunnies, the Cadbury eggs, jelly beans. How many billions do you think we spend each year? Two. Two point six. Oh. Two point yes. six billions on candy. Isn't that something? That's so crazy. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> holy moly. It's just yeah, it's craziness. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. And who's up next? Yes, we have Laura and she has a question about introducing her cat and dog. All right. Hi Laura, thanks for holding. Well, thank you for taking my call. Well, good. Happy Easter. Happy Easter back at you. So my sister. Yeah, my sister has a three-year-old schnauzer with high anxiety, okay. and um, that's normally. And with seven people home full-time quarantining, it wasn't working out over there. So the schnauzer has come to my house. Ah, quiet. Okay. Uh, less than 48 hours after I got the schnauzer, I also got a quarantine cat who was not working out well with um, <laughs> <laughs> at that house with people staying home. So <clears throat> the dog in general will growl or snore at wind, car noises, if the cat's eating or using the litter box. Uh-huh. And the one time that the cat has attempted to come up out of the basement, the dog chased it like a um, squirrel. So right, right. dog is not used to cats. Dog does not like noises. Dog does not like movement. Right. Um, and Kitty had had two dogs that she had lived with, and so she, she's fine with that. But my question is, do you have any tips well, the biggest... on how I can get the cat out of the basement <laughs> and, and introduce them? Well, see, so you got a smart cat because if the cat learned, you know, uh, lived with other dogs, she's, she's familiar with dogs okay what what the problem here is is how the quickness of the schnauzer that's what's unnerving this cat is because the minute she showed you all of a sudden that the race is on so what i would do is if you got a kennel put the cat in a kennel because the big thing the dog wants to do is smell the cat Okay. Okay. And so then, so what you're going to do, put the cat in the kennel, put it in the middle of the room or wherever, you know, and then allow the dog, but I would put a leash on the dog. And so then what you're after, like if he goes up there, starts barking at it, you pick up your leash, wrong, quiet. All right. You want him to go up and sniff, but not make a bad thing out of it. All right. And so what you're after is you're going to do this every day so that pretty soon the dog's going to go over, sniff and walk away. But now the next step of that is now when the cat goes in motion, that's a whole different ball game. Now they're used to smelling each other. All right. So that's why you want to drive, you know, like when you want the cat, to, let's say you go and get the cat, the dog's on a leash. Somebody else has got the dog or you put the dog in the kennel until you get the cat up, shut the door so I can't leave, leave. And then now put the dog on a leash. And so what you're going to do is when the dog goes to look at the cat, ah, uh-uh, leave it, ah, leave it. And then as soon as he looks at you, oh, very nice. Thank you. Thank you. You just, you want to get 
it's going to be a slow process here, especially with the schnauzer, because they're so animated anyway. And then if this one's, and I would start working on this dog's giving him confidence by way of doing things. When you get a jitterbox like this, where, you know, like a, the wind blows wrong or whatever type thing, mm-hmm. my guess, most people, uh, most people have not taught them anything to focus on other things other than what, what was that noise? Or what was that sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's this? Who's that? Okay. And so like wear hats around the house, glasses around the house, uh, clap. Uh, but the big thing is to teach this dog stuff. And the stay is a big one because in the dog, no matter how much the dog wants to run and go, he can't. He was told to stay. So now he's focusing, he's holding a thought. And so that's what I'd work on with this dog while you have him is to put input into his head. Because my guess is that at the other place, he was uh, like pacing, you know what I mean? Like going here, going there, what's that? What's this? And then with everybody home, oh my gosh, you know, it became sensory overload. Yeah. And so that's why um, what you got to do is help desensitize him so that he doesn't feel like he has to be on. I don't know if you heard uh, what I, the gal just before you with her Sheltie, teach him, you know, put the leash on, put the bulk of the leash on your chair, sit on the bulk of the leash, and now ignoring him. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. Don't do anything. If he stands up, put his paws on your legs. Turn your head sideways. Side, you know, side profile is a calming signal. Cross your arms. Lean forward and give him a bump. Ah, or a. Hey. All right. And so what's going to happen? You want to teach him how to calm himself down by himself. Yeah. All right. And then instead of wanting to go, 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 my guess is he'll stand probably for 10 minutes, but he won't lay down. But if you do this about three times every day, sit on the leash for a minute here, five minutes there, eventually he's going to start calming. You know, he's going to start getting it. He's going to start connecting. All right. Also, I would try CBD oil with this dog because I've, a lot of the anxiety dogs are really having good luck with CBD oil. CBD oil. Okay. And so I would try that because it's but between input, input, and then with the cat, like I say, guard the cat as far as, because he's going to chase after it. If he's never, it's something like in his space. And so it's mm-hmm. like, what the heck? I'm getting you out of here. I don't want to have to contend with you too. <laughs> yes. I think it's, I think he's more excited, like something to play with. Yeah. I don't think, it, you know, it's not a, a vicious, oh, yeah, like, like yeah, a cat take thing. Out. No, but no, yeah, no, I, the cat doesn't want anything to do with it. Right. And so that's why I've been putting the cat in the kennel so he can go up and sniff it and such like that. And then you just stay very calm. Uh-uh, you be nice. Be nice. You know, like if he starts taking his paw, you know, on the kennel or something like that. Or, uh-uh, uh be nice. Be nice. Okay. And so what? that's what you're, because you're looking for words that you're going to use um, when the cat is free and hopefully come up, you know, and be part of the household type thing. You know, so that's what you're going to do. But cats are pretty smart as far as, yeah, I don't trust that dog, so I am not putting myself in that predicament. <laughs> right, right. But okay. they, they can start getting used to each other, but you got to go very slow and steady so that, you know, everybody wants to have it hurry up. And, and I was talking to a gal a couple of weeks ago, same thing. Well, she had uh, her, is between two cats, uh, well, actually three cats, one cat that came in and the two cats, you know, didn't like. And so it it's painfully slow is what it is. And so what you just got to be... Uh, and then sometimes if you have to put the dog away, and maybe if he's in a kennel or another room or something, where you bring the cat up and just spend time too, at least once or twice a day with just the cat or okay. go into the cat space if he, she's downstairs or he's downstairs. You know, so make sure that you don't alienate, that each gets their, t- you know, gets the time. But with the dog, it's got to be a learning experience also. Okay. okay. Perfect. Thank okay. you for your time. You betcha. Happy Easter. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Uh, yeah, because like I said, it's it's really tough blending a dog and a cat. And there are such things as cat haters. Whereas, yeah, I'm going to catch you in your mind. Usually, they're squirrel chasers. Kind of like, got it. It's a game. It's not mm. like I tasted blood and now I got to go do it again. No, what it is is that you know squirrels run and the dog has a high prey drive, and all of a sudden they're chasing it. And bam, they got it. It's like right. okay, <laughs> they shake it, they drop it. No, guess what? Squirrel's dead. But and the dog always like, oh, well. Come on, move. We're not done playing this game. <laughs> you know, so it's not a viciousness like I'm going to kill. You know, it, it, it basically is. It's a, it's a game, a sport. And sure. some dogs that have a real high prey drive, mm-hmm. that's what happens is that. And then usually it transfers over to cats in motion. And so in all the years that I've had, you know, um, you know, my cats and dogs, when I get a new dog, you know, uh, I usually can tell right away if the dog has a high prey drive that he's not going to be good for a cat situation. Oh, okay. And so I don't even go down that road. And there was one time I was on the fence. I wasn't sure. I thought for sure he wouldn't do, do well with cats. And at that time, I probably had 10 cats. <laughs> and so um, I, I said, can I just bring him home? Try it. Yeah. You know, he's on a long line and it sure is bananas. Here comes a cat because all my cats love dogs. They grew up with dogs. Right. They had another dog. And the, the, the <laughs> dog, you know, they're going to come up and say, hey, yep. how you doing? Mm-hmm. And anyway, and the dog just like, you could see oh. the dog stiffen like, oh, it's getting closer. Oh, no. Yeah, so then I go and get into the dog's head. I, leave it. Leave it. He was not. He was zoned in. Oh, and wow. he wasn't listening to nothing. And I, like I said, I, I had a feeling, but I just wanted to give him a chance. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you didn't work out, so we had to oh. return him. So. But yeah, most of the other dogs, if I could say, ah, leave it. And then they'll, they'll turn. They don't even know me. And they're like, what, what, what? Was there a problem there? They don't get locked and loaded like that. You know, but mm-hmm. he he got locked in and he was, there was nothing bringing him back. And, and so the thing is, is that I, at that time I was so busy, it was like, you know, some Sometimes you can make it work, but it takes a lot of work. Sounds like a it. lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to put it in, like I said, when I get busy, well, someday I'll get busy again, <laughs> that um, I don't want to put some, you know, a cat in jeopardy Why I'm trying to work on this, whereas, you know, somebody opens the door wrong or whatever type thing. So it is what it is. <clears throat> Have you ever had a cat? Are you a cat person? I, I like cats and dogs. And when we were growing up, they all got along just fine mm-hmm. that I remember. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yep. No, the, the the notorious one is huskies that don't get along with okay. cats. Okay. Now, if they're brought up with a cat, they will tolerate the cat. But this is what's very strange and weird is that, uh, and this has happened to more people than, like, hold on. The cat, something happens to the cat, dies. So they're thinking, well, he's brought up with a cat. So let's go get another one. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. No, he was okay with that other cat, but <laughs> you bring a new one in, uh-uh, not so much, mm. not so much. And so that's why, like I say, you just it, it has has to do with the personality. For some reason, like I say, huskies are they're notorious cat haters, and then they're also notorious roamers. You know, they don't, they will climb fences to get out to go visiting <laughs> yeah i think that's my my mom's boyfriend's dog she has a giant schnauzer and then i think his dog that he's had a long time he's got a giant schnauzer my mom does oh does and she? then her boyfriend a giant not a standard yes, but a giant, giant. wow yeah. i don't i haven't seen one of them She's in a long time a miniature and then whatever middle i don't know middle the size one she's kind of like moved up there's um, miniature standard and then giant okay okay yep miniature standard. Yeah, yeah unfortunately she's lost two Aww. and then yeah but wow. and, what color think, is it it's like this grayish okay. pe- uh black okay. like pepper okay. color yep. mm-hmm. gorgeous oh, but yeah. i think her boyfriend i think his dog is a husky type because he will jump and roam to town like yep. crazy mm-hmm. yep yep there's some that just and you wonder why it's a uh the dog pounds, whatever you want to call them, 
that most owners, after the third time the dog does that, the husky does it, they're done. They mm. just can't deal with that anymore. <laughs> it's just kind of like, keep them, find a home for them, because I am not chasing them down. Oh, we had uh, Harvey in front of us. Uh, he had uh, Emma Lou, <laughs> beautiful dog. And he had, his whole yard was fenced in. I mean, he had well over um acre and a half, you know, fenced in for this dog. She would find every nook and cranny, and then he had to, you know, make it taller because she climbed over it. It was just nuts. So it's, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Okay, peeps. It used to take more than a day to make a peep. It was discuss peeps when he come back. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon, Easter Sunday afternoon with me. Uh, we're winding now. We only got 45 minutes left. So if you got a call or if you got a question, please call. We don't have anybody waiting. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, peeps. Okay. It used to take 27 hours to make them in 1953. According to the... Uh, the Mental Floss, Rhoda, Rhoda Candy Company. They made the marshmallow chicks with a part pastry tube, and the peeps took over a day to set. Today, you can have a fresh peep ready to eat in just six minutes. I was going to say, I definitely thought it's a lot quicker now. Yes. <laughs> now, um, I, you know, uh, Colleen and Bradley, they, uh, I, on Fridays, will, you know, eat something you yeah. know, give their opinion uh, about it okay mm-hmm. yeah. well i had uh i i've never seen this i'm not a peep eater myself i'm not either okay but <laughs> when i when i was going down the aisle for the grandkids they had cotton candy peeps they had watermelon they had uh root beer oh. they had um cotton candy they had uh birthday cake uh and two other ones because there were seven total other than just a traditional peep sure so i bought a box of each one (laughs) so there's six peaks you know because i was going to bring them in and give them to clean and and bradley to try you know for their thing yes well then everything hit oh and so that it's just like well never Mm. mind i guess you know and so the thing is so i was really cute cotton candy did i say cotton one is cat and candy oh and so it's it's, it's very intriguing but anyway so they really are smart to try different flavors to try to get a new generation. Oh, definitely, you know, yes. But I never was uh, a peep. Now, in the younger days, I didn't mind a peep when it was stale. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like those peanuts, the candies, those candy peanuts that every orange candy penis peanut peanuts. Yeah, that you can get usually at Fleet Farm. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad used to love them. Anyway, I love them when they're stale. That's interesting. <laughs> you do well, you, you have to really just chew <laughs> on that thing, you know? As the texture. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was quite the thing. It really was. But, yeah, I've never been a peeps. I love, do you like milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Oh, she's on the line, so never mind. She can't answer that right now. Myself, uh, I love milk chocolate. Uh, you know, the Dove and the Lindens are, are really, really good. But then I started, my daughter started getting me into the dark chocolates. I used to just hate dark chocolate. And now I gotta admit, now I enjoy both of them, the dark chocolate and the milk chocolate. So I'm, I'm broadening my horizons is what I'm doing. So, so hopefully you had some time, you know, to watch some movies. Uh, because uh, that's uh, a couple weeks ago I had mentioned uh, Short Circuit and I was really surprised on how many people have not seen Short Circuit. There's Short Circuit 1 and Short Circuit 2 and uh, I just 
the short, short circuit one is the best. So it, it takes the five is alive. But take the time to to watch that. And uh, but there's a couple other movies I've been pulling out. Of, I've been going through all my movies. I got over a thousand of them. And see, that's DVDs, okay? Because I I don't have cable. I don't have disc. I don't have anything. I got to rely either on what's on TV. I usually watch this and antenna, antenna, antenna TV. Uh, they have played all the old you know stuff. That's what I like. Green Acres things. Lots of variety <laughs> out there yes, these days. It is. Yeah, I'm just waiting for us to crash down on us and say now we have to pay for it. You know they they lull us in. <laughs> yep. You know us people that don't have cable or dish, and then all of a sudden now we got to pay. But anyways, it's uh, it is what it is. So, um, okay, uh, who do we got? Yeah, we have Jennifer, and she has a question about uh, COVID and her cat. If Jennifer, if you want to turn down your radio behind you, yeah, thank you. Yeah, otherwise it's hearing me twice, and it's like oh, that's a scary thought. <laughs> so, how you doing, Jennifer? What's going on? I'm doing real good. Good. Yeah, I had I, I mistakenly said I had the virus. The doctors think I have the virus. I have all the symptoms. Okay. And um, I'm uh, anyway, and my cat got sick while I was sick. She was coughing and she has never coughed before. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that's weird. And then I heard the tiger in New York caught COVID. And I thought, well, I wonder if all felines can catch it. No. And um, she even was throwing up and she has never thrown up before. She has recovered as have I okay good and good glad to hear both so of you I, yeah yeah I wonder if you've heard any more about that yeah Is no the, there's been so many reports on this who did many different animal sites and such like that. You know, that was a rarity uh, as far as that tiger. And that's the whole thing is that, uh, you know, don't hit the panic button or anything. But, you know, sometimes now this may, may be weird to you, but it depends on the relationship with your with your animals. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. if you're sick, they go off too. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it to you, but there's that closeness. They know you're upset, you're worried or you know type thing and I'm sure a lot of things went through your mind when you heard, you know, you had it. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so like I say and our animals pick up on that. But everything that I've read out there through a lot of different veterinarian, you know, places and such like that. No, as far as the pets giving it to us and us giving it to the pets across species, you know, mm-hmm. it's 99.9% nada. All right. You know, oh, okay. you can never say 100% because that's just not the way the world works. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I, I, I didn't think, you know, I thought it was strange. But then when I heard the the uh, tiger had gotten it, I thought, well, maybe she did. Yeah. You know, it, this it, was after both of us had gotten better. Okay. okay. Maybe. It occurred to me that maybe, maybe she did catch it. Okay. Maybe felines are susceptible. Anything's but. possible, but not probable according to everything that I've read. And so that's okay. why, because a lot of people are getting worried about getting it from their pets, especially down yeah. south, and they were dropping their pets off left and right. And so it was oh. just kind of like, no, 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 stop. It's cross species. Yeah. And so it's, a, it's yeah. a rarity. Anything's possible, but it's not probable. But everything that I've read right. up to this point is like, no, no, it's it's not so because uh, yeah. now did you get sick and then your cat gets sick or was your cat sick and then you got sick how what was how no I was sick and then and then she started coughing okay and then I called my doctor because I recognized that a lot of what I had seemed like what they were describing mm-hmm. and um, they said well it's not unlikely and my fever was going up and I just stayed home I was not having difficulty breathing so oh, i didn't want to go to a hospital or good, anything good. i did i had everything else and okay but um 
anyway. Well, good, so, I'm good, but now you're uh, all you know, better? I stayed home. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. How long did that last? Uh, the worst of it was only about four days. Oh, good. The high fever okay. and the achiness and everything. Good. And, you know, but, yeah, it was the worst of it was only about four days. Oh, good, you good, know, good, I good. was tired for about a week. But, okay, okay. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. you both recovered, though. How old's your cat? Mm-hmm. Uh, eight years. Eight years old? Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, and you said she has not thrown up before? No, this was the first time she had ever thrown up. She oh, okay. had short hair and okay. she never even had an air ball. Oh, cool. But, okay. Yeah. Now, you're mixing. You're not just feeding her cold dry food. You're giving her some canned food, too? Yeah. Good, good. Because, yeah. yeah, canned food for indoor cats is best because, you know, like I say, so they don't start throwing up. And at that age, the age that your cat's at, that's when they can start getting crystals and, and, and kidney problems by feeding it, being mm-hmm. fed a total uh, dry dog or dry cat food. So, well, I'm glad you yeah. both recovered, but no, don't hit the panic button. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, if you go no. to uh, Dr. Karen Becker's site, that uh, healthypets.marcola.com, she did a couple okay. articles about that. So if you want to read up on oh, it, you're okay. welcome to do that, okay? Yeah. I wasn't so concerned. I was more just curious. Okay. That, you know, wondering if they yep. had found no, if it yeah. had become no. more common uh-uh. or something. No, I think as they look into that tiger thing, I think it's going to be a little different, but we'll see. Okay. okay. <laughs> Have a happy Easter. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, which is more? Uh, which which candy? Easter candy is uh, more popular: the Cadbury egg or the Peeps? We'll be back. All right. There we go. Boy, that doesn't get your feet tapping. I don't know. And you're going to need that on daylight today after having a day like we had yesterday. So you got to say, okay, never mind. We're Minnesotans. We can roll with it. So it's no problem whatsoever. So anyway, okay. Which is more popular? The Cadbury egg or the Peeps? The Cadbury. Nope. Peeps. Oh, all right. <laughs> For nearly 20 years. Peeps have been the number one. For, wow. Okay. So, yep. So it's like, yep. The, that Cadbury egg, I hadn't tried one ever. And then finally, one time I said, okay, I'm going to try it. And honest to Pete, it was very tasty. Right. <laughs> but I guess the Peeps are coming out with lots of flavors. Yep. But now, uh, Clean, Clean Bradley, mm-hmm. okay. She mentioned something that the process or somebody else is, I don't know, in the last 10 years or something like that, has, uh, uh, started taking over making the Cadbury egg. Okay. And it has something to do with the chocolate. Okay. Now, the ones that I got tried, you know, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I'm like, ew, this is not what I remember it tasted like. Okay. And I remember Colleen from the, saying something. I don't know. Colleen, if you're listening, call in <laughs> and explain because it has something to do with the process or the chocolate or mm. something that changed. And that's why the Cadbury egg doesn't taste the same as it. It you know used well, to that's not good thing. then. So yeah, so I but like I said, no, I'm a and like I said, are you a milk chocolate or dark chocolate? I love dark chocolate. Do you? Yes. You know, when you were on the phone, I was saying, <laughs> I, I was saying that. Well, you know, I I I have gotten used to dark chocolate now. I never I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole, but but then my daughter started you know eating it more, and so that I but I still prefer milk chocolate. That's okay. Chocolate's good. Yep, chocolate's good. Hey, guys, open lines. We're winding down here, so maybe we can take one or two more calls, so give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Also, uh, you might remember all the shows here on my talk are streamed live all over the world, as Jason would say. And then also, too, you can go to my show page and catch podcasts. You know, like, let's say we're talking about something, and you're like, what did she say, or 
what does she recommend or whatever. Okay, all the shows here. So you just go to everybody's show page, and then the podcasts are there to listen to past shows. So if you, you uh, miss something or we uh, whatever. So uh, and then also you go to my talk one zero seven one dot com. Go to my show page, and you can go to my Katie K nine Facebook page where I'm always posting fun and happy things. I know I follow I think, you. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then um, uh, yeah, and so then uh, it, but that's the whole thing. I, I don't. Get, I'm not a political person. You won't see any political stuff on mine. It's just, hey, if I find something, I think, you know, whether you got a dog or a cat owner or that is helpful information, you know, I grab that. And then, like I say, just to make you smile and have mm-hmm. some fun with that. Yep. So, so, yeah. Anyway, so 651-641-1071. You know, because people are home and the kids are home and stuff like that, uh, uh, some of the parents are saying, well, maybe we should get a puppy. You know, not a second-hand dog. Maybe get a puppy. But, uh, well, puppy is a lot of work, folks, for, folks, for the first year. It's a lot of work. Six, first six months is going to drive you nuts. But anyway, the big thing, how you know if your kids uh, would take the responsibility of owning a dog and helping out with it? Okay, do, when you go out and about, did the kids ask the owners, may, you, may they pet the dogs? Okay, do they complete family chores? Do they complete family chores without a hassle of doing it? Okay, do they take care of their own toys? Do they take care of their own toys? That's another hint. You know, would they make would it be conducive to bring a pet into the house? Okay, and how do they? How are they around? Uh, like cats, dogs guinea pigs, whatever. How are they? You know, are they rough with them? Are they loud with them? Uh, You know what I mean? Because you want them to be very calm. Because that's why, uh, you know, a lot of people that don't like dogs or cats, you know, they'll be at at somebody's house and here comes the cat, here comes the dog, and they're like, you know, can you get your dog or cat away from me? I really don't care for them. The reason is because they're being calm and ignoring the animal. So the animal has a chance to come up and investigate them. And so that's why some people will say, well, geez, my dog never goes up to somebody. And why is he going up to you? Because then the one that person is just totally ignoring him and allowing the dog to come into his, you know, they're not going into his face and space. They're allowing the dog or the cat to come into their face and space. And so that's why, like I said, how are kids around pets? Are they respectful? Are they are they are they grabbing? You know, picking up, trying to run with, or throw them over the shoulder? You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, so how does that go? And then, are they willing to do some obedience training? Are they willing to teach tricks? That's the whole thing. When if you're going to get a dog, but the biggest thing is how are your kids with around animals? Because don't get one until you can have them be around them, whether it be family, friends, whatever, and then teach them some of the things that they need to know. And how do they respond to that? Are they like, oh, okay, now that they've been showed, I've got it. Or are they, when you turn your head, are they going back to like, you know, bouncing the animal or whatever type <laughs> thing? And so that's why you, you first, you got to sit down and have a family powwow is getting a pet conducive. Yes, you have more time. But then uh, what I mentioned uh, every week, I think I've mentioned this is that now when you, the doors open and we start going back into our new normal. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What's going to happen then? Uh, it's all of a sudden now you're you're slowly getting back into the rat race and all of a sudden the dog is left behind and now all of a sudden they're pottying and he's tearing up because he's bored out of his more mind and such like that so how so you have to gauge so much just don't jump in the pot is what it is so Anyway, did you have a dog when you grew up? I did. Yeah, we grew up with Labs. Oh, did you? Mhm. Okay. Yeah. What did you have a, a, a favorite one? 
Um, I didn't really have a favorite. I guess like Morgan, our yellow lab was, we had her for a very long time. We had a chocolate lab, but unfortunately, um, I don't know, got stolen. Oh, okay. Um, that happens. Yep. Uh, so yeah. But it's usually, did it happen around fall? I, uh, I mean, it was, it wasn't winter time. I remember that, but I was still like younger. Okay. Yeah. yeah Cause a lot of, uh, hunting dogs start around hunting season, start disappearing. And in our yellow lab, Morgan, she did. She was gone for a really long time. And I remember I must have been getting ready to go to school. Okay. Walked out and there really she was, but with a different collar on. Really? And I was like, I think this is our dog. Yeah. Wow. But it was a very long time. Wow. So, That's unbelievable. Um, grew up in the country. But we did. I did have a caller. She just um, she's just going to listen. She couldn't stay on. Okay. But she had a question about how to have... To help stop her dog from licking legs, feet. Won't stop <laughs> licking. <laughs> but those were the specific areas. Okay. Uh, dogs that lick, uh, there's many theories on that. Sometimes sometimes people think, that. well, this is a myth, where they lick us because of salt. Salt on our skin, that they're, they're lacking salt, and so they need that. Primarily, I found over the years, is basically, it's as a terms, it's an endearment. Like, gee, I love you. You know, here, yeah. you, you know, like, you know, just calming to that. Also, it can be uh, a, a habit, you, you know, a cal- uh, of calming the, the dog down when they get over, you know, excited that by licking the furniture, licking their paws, you know, not on a regular basis where they're hurting themselves, you know, type thing where they got sure. sores and stuff like that. But when they start licking other people, it's more of a tears, a terms of endearment. Mm. And so the best thing to do is that if they're doing it to them, let's say I sit down and here comes a dog and he's going to start licking on my arms. Okay, what I do is I, I put my take my hand and my uh, pointer finger, my thumb, and I, I grab the tongue just gently. Okay, just gently. Okay, not like ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, gently. And then when the dog realizes I got the tongue and they kind of go, bleh, 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 tongue bleh, then uh-huh. I just go, ah, no lick. Mm. And then I slowly let go of the tongue. Okay, so then because you can't stop them from starting. You have to get good at watching for the signals, like here it comes, and go, ah, ah, ah. ah. The lick, sure, ah. yep. and then redirect. Get him on something else. Where's your ball? Where's mom? Where's dad? Get him onto something else. And so that's why. But some dogs, especially the, if they've been let, if they've been doing it for quite a while, usually that means it's more like a pacifier to them that it helps calm them down. Is what it is. So would it, it'd be probably harder to. Break yeah, but them you can from know, that. yeah, oh. you can. Well, you can work on it. It's going to take. It's not going to happen overnight. Because right. <laughs> see, my my Elsie, that she's a Sheltie Beagle that I had for uh, almost twenty years. She uh, was a licker. Okay. She would lick you up one side and down the other. And it's like, ah, so that's what I just do. Just sit there and wait for the time. And it just timed it just right. Ah, got her tongue. Ah, no lick. All right. Then I slowly let it go. And then thank you. Very nice. Very nice. And so pretty soon all I have to do is I can see she, you know, the tongue is about, ah, 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 no lick. And it go right back. And I'm like, okay, fine. And so that's what you can do is you can get good at timing it mm-hmm. and seeing it that is and then once you teach the word no lick even if he starts to lick let's say you know my dog you come into my house my dog goes over and starts licking you i could ah no lick and the dogs are like oh never mind never mind so you got to teach him words because that's unfortunately most people uh they don't teach dogs the words they either just keep going no 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 you know i, I don't appreciate yeah. that i don't appreciate that and so what you got to remember is to reward good behavior not just be waiting for the bad behavior. And the bad behavior comes from somebody not directing the dog as far as teaching them what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. 
And most dogs, like my puppy classes, dogs up to uh, five months, I put them in the star mark collar, S-T-A-R-M-A-R-K. They have a small and they have a large. And, the, and it's a plastic collar that has little pyramids on the inside of it. And you can make it bigger or make it smaller, depending on your dog. And so what it is, is the bigger the flick to your wrist, the bigger the poke to the dog. It's not a pinch collar. It's just plastic with little blunt pyramids on the inside. So you might want to try that. Like we were talking about earlier, harnesses get you absolutely nothing. But but you put but now if your dog has never had a tra- a collar on, you got to get him acclimated to a collar before you put the star mark collar on. Oh, Otherwise, the dog's gonna wig out. He's not gonna understand what you know. It's like what's that? What is that? What is that? So the first you got to get him acclimated to a buckle collar. Okay. And this is another thing too, especially with a lot of people getting um, uh, dogs from down from puppy mills. The dogs have never, you know, doesn't they don't know what humans are for. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's like uh, uh, the better way of uh, God bless everybody's soul for wanting to adopt some of these dogs. But what you got to remember is the work that is going to be needed here. And one collar that this do, these dogs need to have is called a martingale collar or a no slip collar. And what it is, you fit it kind of snug and then it slides onto the dog's head and then there's a floating ring and you hook onto that. So if the dog tries to back out, it snugs up so the dog can't slip out of the collar. The greyhound industry is the one that brought these collars out because if, you know, a greyhound has a flat head and no neck, so you need something that snugs up so that greyhound, if it gets scared, you know, try it tries to back, can't slip out of the collar. And believe it or not, a harness is many dogs can slip out of the collar. So that's why it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy, but the whole thing is you got to have the right collar and the martingale some collar. Sometimes what happens is that, well, you don't even need to train that the dog will listen to that one. So it's all, what you got to remember anytime you, you pop the collar or you, uh, you, you pop it, you know, most people want to pull. No, don't pull. The minute you pull, you're not training. You got to pop it. Cause when you go for a walk, the hook of the leash should be resting on the back of the dog or alongside where, where there is no collar pressure whatsoever. So anyway, okay. Hey, once again, got an open line. We're winding down. So give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay. You ready? Here's, uh, we're going to do it instead of a trivia, Easter trivia here. This has cities without people, beaches without sand, oceans with no water, and mountains with no peaks. What is it? We'll be back. Thank you again for spending your Easter afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. All right. This has cities without people, benches, beaches without sand, oceans with no water, and mountains with no peaks. What is it? I don't know. It sounds depressing. <laughs> a map. Oh. <laughs> a map. There you go. There we go. Yeah, we got to do those questions once in a while. Say, um, when you eat a uh, chocolate Easter bunny, what do you eat first on it? The ear. Do you? Okay. They did a survey, you ready for, for this, of 28,000 people. <laughs> 28,000 people. Still blows my mind. Okay. 59% ate the ears. Okay. Four percent start with the at with the end, and as for the other thirty three percent, they have no preference just as long as they get to eat the bunny. Now I always started with a paw because I didn't want to. The head was the last thing I ate because I just I, I thought it was so cute. I, I <laughs> didn't want sense. to eat the head, so I always started with a paw. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And then did the front and then I'd go down along the bottom and up the back. (laughs) You really thought about it. (laughs) I I haven't had one in a long time because, you know, as you get older, the girl's figure doesn't need all that. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So, but you can imagine surveying 20,000 people. Yeah. How do you eat your money? (laughs) All right. Who's up? All right. We have Sarah and she has a question about how she can have her dog stop eating its poop. All right. Hi, Sarah. How you doing? Very fine, thank you. Good. How old's your dog? He is about six. Six years old. What kind of dog? He's a mixture of a Shih Tzu and a Chinese Crested. All right. And then now, uh, how long has he been eating his poo? Well, I got him three years ago, and he, he's, yeah, two okay. years ago. Okay. Now, do you have any other dogs in the house? No. Okay. What food do you feed? I've been alternating between... Nutrisource and Iams and all kinds of different ones. Okay. I tried some probiotics as suggested by by the. Yep. And not the that didn't work either. So okay, but because you usually you get a poop eating dog, their digestive system is in the toilet. All right, so you got to replenish the the digestive system. So what I would do is I, I'd get this dog off a of chicken. You want to either do a beef a lamb or a trout base, which Nutrisource have got, you know, uh, uh, great foods for them. They have the small bites for, for uh, how, how many pounds is your dog? He's 17 pounds. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, and so then, uh, but you definitely need the probiotic. You definitely need a digestive enzyme, all right? Because when dogs eat their own poop or other dogs' poops, it's because they're missing it in their, uh, the flora in their gut system. And it takes a while to build that back up. So if you got a poop eater, usually whatever it tells you on for the probiotic or the digestive enzyme, what you build to what it says and then double it for like two weeks and then go back to the regular. All right. And then um, by staying on a good brand of food, Nutrisource is awesome. Okay. But then if you start going to some of the lower brands, that can set his, you know, his, uh, you know, his digestive system in a spin. So I would rotate, but I would get him off a of chicken right now because I'd rotate into like maybe Nutrisource's beef and rice or turkey and rice. All right. I usually don't use chicken. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. That's good because uh, the, unfortunately, too many dogs and cats are chickenized. So good. So that's good that you try the other ones, but that's what you want to do. But you have to add extra virgin or the extra virgin coconut oil. If he's got any inflammation in his gut, that will help. It's one yeah. teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight. But you got to build to that over two weeks because otherwise he will get the runs, the extra virgin coconut oil. But yeah, the probiotic, you can use a, do you take any probiotics or digestive enzymes? Yes. Okay, you can use yours if you want. Are yours capsules or tablets? Capsules. Okay, capsules. Okay. Yeah, so that's what you want to do is start uh, start out uh, with, do you know how many milligrams yours is? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, but yeah, cause you, you can do people if you have it or same with the fish oils too, you can give that to the dogs if you want. Otherwise you can go, there's a couple good places, uh, animal essentials.com, uh, 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 vital planet. There's a lot of different places to get some good probiotics and digestive enzymes. And sometimes if the dog's, uh, system is really in the toilet, you want to do two different kinds of probiotics. And then uh, that one different one in the morning and then one at night, you know, just for a couple of weeks and then go back to just regular. So, yeah, so you just got to play with it. It takes time. It doesn't ha- happen overnight. 
And so, but then obviously too out of out of sight, out of mouth. So maybe keep him on a long line so he's ready to go eat his poop. He can give it a bump. Ah, uh-uh, leave it, and then redirect him while you go clean it up so he can't eat it. All right. But that's poop eaters are do, usually due to they're lacking stuff in their diet. And then as the grass starts coming, providing that you don't have any chemicals on the grass, ten to one your dog will probably eat some grass too. No, he doesn't eat grass. Okay. Well, it's not up yet. <laughs> As soon as he gets up, because that's kind of like a dog. If they eat it and don't throw up, that means like they they need their greens. It's like a salad is what it is. But if they eat it and then they throw up, that means their their gut is in distress. They got an upset tummy. It's kind of nature's pet right. mobismo. Right. Okay. So, I discovered you on Twin Cities Live. I, I love it when you're on there. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I love being on it. But now it's a social distancing. We're not, and I don't have a computer that has a camera on it. <laughs> Got to wait till everything opens up. But thank you for saying that. I greatly appreciate it. I and, love you. I love your show. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Take care. Bye-bye. Happy Easter. All right. Well, let's see if we can get one more in. Yeah, we have Maggie on the line, and she can probably explain further about her cat's injury. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Katie. How you doing? Like, I don't think it's an injury, but I could be wrong. I adopted a 27-year-old cat last May. 27-year-old? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and her hearing and her eyes were fine. Okay. But, like, a month and a half ago, on her one eye, it developed, like, a red layering. Like, it was a maroon layering that started covering over the orange or i mean the yellow of her eye okay and that so i took her to the vet and the vet didn't know and he wanted me to take her to an ophthalmologist okay. well she's 27 i'm i don't know if i would do that okay now so, is, she, is she in any pain see, hmm? she in any pain no the only time now because now the other eye is starting to cover so I notice when I'm picking her up, she's sensitive, but I think that's because she's uncomfortable because she can't see right now where she's at. Correct. Correct. Do you have any idea what that would be? No, I don't. Have you tried Googling it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get anything. Okay, because doctor... trying to teach me on colors of the eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, because uh, Dr. Overo, he's down in St. Louis Park. He's he's one of the best uh, ophthalmologists for, for uh, pets. You know, dogs, cats, horses, you name it. He's awesome. But otherwise, the thing would be, you know, you, you just kind of put in cat eye problems and see if you can find, you know, a place uh, that, you know, where you can match up what you're seeing and engage mm-hmm. it that way. Okay. Because I most vets don't like to touch the eye things because eye things are so technical. All right. That's why they like having the um, ophthalmologist <laughs> okay. out there to help out is what it is. And then I looked, I didn't know if it would be because she is so old, if I would go that route. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, but the, see. Yeah. The, well, see, the thing is, is that maybe there might be some drops you could put in there. <clears throat> see, and, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And so, like I said, I don't know. Okay. And so otherwise, but I appreciate you calling, but I just, like I said, I don't have any idea. I'd, like I said, the bad thing to do is... Is to uh, go online and you know put, enter cat eye problems. Okay. And see if you can match it up. That would be the the go to if you don't want to take her to the ophthalmologist. The big thing is is she wincing with her eyes, like squinting. Well, the one that it happened to first, she's never squinted on that one. Okay. Now the other one, that's when I noticed that it was starting to turn red in there, and she had a lot of drainage. So I did buy some wipes from Petcoda, clean it out, and she. 
now we'll keep that eye open. Okay. So I don't know if she is that the biggest thing is a water in there or something. Yeah, look for pain. Look for pain for that. We got to go. Okay. Have a great Easter. Thanks for calling. And everybody, thank you for spending your Easter afternoon with me. Thank you, Hope, for coming on in. You guys make it a great week and stay sane. All right. Teach some. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.